0: Obi Wan. Yes, Master. I need an analysis of this blood sample I'm sending you. Wait a minute. I need a medical rank. No God. No God. Please, no. 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 No.
1: I find your lack of faith disturbing.
2: Do or do not. There is no try. It's a trap.
1: Uh, Welcome back once again to the Steel City Squadron podcast. We have once again a full house this week. Uh, Our regular hosts, Nick, the Duke of Hobbies. Hello, everyone. Chuck, who always likes talking in the third person. And Chuck's here. He's talking. And Drew. I'm here. And then once again, we have roped Jack to come back this week, and he is actually going to lead us talking about Uh, when to spend a force token for an ability, or how he learned to stop worrying and love the force. Jack, take us away. Oh, boy. So,
3: I've got a couple things to go through first. There's some force powers that I don't really... Some force uses that don't really bring anything to the table. We're going to cover that first, just because I'm going to blast through this real quick. I didn't forget them. Brilliant Evasion... Uh Ezra Bridger pilot, Resistance Ray pilot, um, da, 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 all these things that spend the Force to do the standard thing that the Force does—change a, change a die result, or all the pilots like Luke Skywalker, Mace Windu, um, Darth Maul crew hate, which is
1: good. These these are all great upgrades. But and, all and, they and, do... and some might say the best force. so the the yeah. the clarifying question here uh, that we're asking ourselves this week is Absolutely. when when do you want to spend a force token for something that is not dice modification? Right.
3: And that was the word I kept trying to find when I was building this uh, <laughs> this set of notes I'm working off with was dice modification. So um. I got a lot of stuff to cover here. So I'm just going to get right into it. And what we're looking at here, just trying to see what we think what we think we would pay that force token and the points to put it on the board to use. So of the ones of the powers that I've thought that were good, and this is my personal opinion, and I encourage the other guys here to chime up If they disagree, the best, second best of the Force powers that I can think of is Sense. You're not using it for the 0 to 3. You're using that for the 0 to 1 half. If you can, for free, look at someone's dial who's at close range to you, that's uh, definitely worth it. But again, that's not really paying that force token but it's paying your points and your upgrade slot to put it on the table
1: yeah i think the other... the, the really valuable phrase that uh chuck kept using in our last conversation was opportunity cost so if exactly. you're if you're taking sense instead of hate then you're already paying for it in place of in, in addition to just the points on it right some of us don't have hate as an option well, it's not my fault you fly the bad guys.
0: <laughs> I mean, come on. Why Why would you not want to use hate? Um, come on.
3: We'll get to my favorite uh, favorite spot <laughs> to put hate later. Um, well, is, it, is it the hate hole? Is no, we're Republic, not going we're... back to the hate hole.
1: <laughs> is the
2: Republic really the bad guys, though? Like I get it when it's, yes. the, it's when it's the rebels; they're the bad yeah.
1: guys. I, I, so I, then, I
4: don't I don't agree with Drew's opinion. <laughs>
1: no, the, the Republic is the decadent, corrupt bureaucracy. Everyone hates the decadent, corrupt bureaucracy.
2: They're the bourgeoisie. The, Come on, they they're are the status a, quo. Essentially,
1: they're essentially the empire, the the precursor to the empire. Exactly. Apparently, the the good guys. Right, the empire is the good guys. So are you we saying the separatists the are the part part good to...
2: guys then too?
1: Yes, they are. So, oh god, That's so the Republicans. <laughs> but
2: the separatists are the resistance. Just <laughs> separated by thirty-five years,
1: uh-huh. and they're the All right, bad so, guys. So, getting
3: back on point, <laughs> the next one on my list here, <laughs> I have foresight. Um, I think it's actually a really great use for that force power force token, getting that, lining up that bullseye and getting to fire two shots onto a uh, onto a ship without mods is great. You can also use it to get a range three weapons, sh- or ordnance shot onto them, unless they've changed that since I've read that last. They have not.
1: Um, good. So for, Foresight is really, it has two roles. It's either a good deterrent, like, just don't be in front of me, Yeah. or it's, you can get five of them on the board. And that's, uh, that's it with Inquisitors. And that's where it becomes, because it's a lot of, it's very variance dependent, unfortunately. Yeah. But it is a lot of Foresight shots. And rolling more
3: dice is more gooder. Yes. Um, Looking
1: at crew cards. So ju- I just want to clarify, the, we just talked about two Force powers. There are only that's two it. Force powers we're considering being worth spending a Force token on outside of dice modification. Yep. Okay. And.
4: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, sense sense has always been my go-to for such a long time. It's such a good card. It's, it has such an amazing, you know, use out there. And Nick, would you use it beyond range one? I do, but I typically fly it on Luke and uh, o- yeah. Obi-Wan. So I, I, I'm, I'm up for. I'm, I'm more inclined to. But yeah. I put an asterisk on there. Is very opponent list dependent. For for um,
3: getting into to the crew that I thought were good, um, I've got I've got rebels. I've got Canaan crew. He's solid. Solid ability. I don't see a reason not to use his ability unless you think you're going to get shot that turn. Um, that's it for my rebels. Uh this is crew and gunner. Uh Vader for the Imperial. Solid easy way to do damage. Unless you're up against a beefy list, I don't see a reason not to use that force.
0: No, and Vader opens up two extra well, an extra crew and an extra gunner, but
1: uh, we're we're Vader we're is we're stilling you
0: know, it up. I I'm just saying I know I that's why I didn't go into them. Uh, Vader is still a solid choice on any Imperial list. Uh,
3: don't get me wrong, Palp's good, but all he's doing, Papa Palp, all he's doing is changing dice. It's dice mod, so moving right along to resistance, we got Leia. I think that's their only, uh,
1: only force user crew. Mm -hmm. Isn't there a Ray crew somewhere?
4: There's a Ray gunner. Ray Gunner. Okay, I don't have her on my list. about her. Ray Gunner is right here in this spot, or she's she goes back to the Ray spot, anyways. Uh, with your Ray pilot, it's it's okay. just very it's, obvious. It's her same ability. Yeah, it's it's just it's very yeah. obvious. It's you do it for one purpose, and it's offense, and it's just either you're not using it for whatever reason, or you're definitely using it. There's no other. There's no. It's it's a very simple choice.
3: Gotcha. I I straight up forgot she she existed. Um, for it's,
4: it's a dice mod.
3: Yeah. For uh, separatists, I've I really do actually like Dooku Crew. Um. Do crew. Yeah. Dooku. Crew. It is still a dice mod, but using that dice mod when someone else rolls over a rock and say no, or, or a debris, saying no, that's a crit.
1: Or I was I was talking about a a list which. Utilizes Nantex's tractor so that you only have one defense die. Uh, Dooku is better the fewer dice are being rolled, down yeah. to obviously a minimum of one, uh, just because he gives the, that much more control. He's also better when he is the only force user on a ship, because then if he has a force point, your force is full.
3: Um, And then the last crew gunner. gunner well, I can Andy, think. Go ahead. I was,
1: I was just going to say on
2: Dooku's front, why he. Is not simply a dice mod because it's not friendly, not just a friendly ship yeah, like Palpatine is. Like Dooku affects any die being rolled at any time.
3: Which is really fun if you ever play Aces High. Um, Well, move. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on to uh, my last one here is the backside of a card is for the Republic is Darth Sidious, which. I know most people aren't familiar with. It says, after you perform a purple coordinate action, the ship you coordinated gains one stress token, then it gains one focus token, or recovers force. We have a, a local player who used that ability greatly in his list. I believe he usually flipped pal first or second turn. And it was amazing. Interesting
1: because um, I I actually like the other side of Palp there. what well, he, that's I what do he's... think the other side
3: of Palp is uh, better for CIS.
1: Yeah, it's it's better if you have a ship that can regen force more easily. Yeah, like say with hate. Yeah.
4: Well, but he was fl- he was flying it. Anakin with him, so which is the oh, thematic yeah. use of it. Yep.
3: It's um, just
4: funny that
2: the. The side that fits better, the side that fits better with the Republic ships, is the Sidious side, and the the Chancellor side fits better with the CIA. Like they're backwards.
3: And I love it. <laughs> um, so we're gonna get into our pilots now. Uh, so I'm actually gonna start with the Republic ones, and leave my favorite for last. I've got listed on good. I've got ahsoka and Kenobi, both both of them. Kenobi is able to keep focus tokens on friendly ships for friendly, low initiative ships for their attack. Um, I think he's probably one of the strongest force abilities in the game. Um, Tano is another good one. I think she suffers at her initiative, but she is definitely solid because she gets to basically coordinate for a force and she can coordinate herself even if she's stressed.
4: Right. She she has a ton of flexibility. She has a ton of she would uh, she would be an ace out there if it wasn't for her initiative. Yep. And that that was like the right way to do it, because that ability is Really well made, really well thought out. And I think this, this was, to me, is a good design build for the game. And, like, you know, we will see Ahsoka used um, effectively. It's just, it's difficult. And I think that's kind of neat.
2: Yeah, I think Ahsoka is the best Delta 7 in the game.
3: I
4: think um, you're wrong, but. I think
2: you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. I think. I think she has the best ability of the Delta Sevens, not yes. named Anakin. Oh, uh,
4: I, I think Obi's the best Delta Seven out there. But I think Obi
2: and Anakin are going to be put in other ships that are going to be not played in Delta Sevens, probably.
3: Well, maybe uh,
2: Obi Obi might stay in the Delta Seven.
3: That not yet. Um, next to my list, I got uh, Darth Maul double taps good I know we got into a hate mall build earlier in the, our previous conversation I know our uh, resident I like mall. pilots really were are <laughs> excited about that so I'll let them
1: uh, we'll have a I mall want... off and we might be able to record it at some point
3: yes I, I like
1: mall I think I, I just think he's really good
2: with uh, the double. I mean double tap is really good but
3: Dan, uh, do you want to hit our next two? Cause they're your uh, your friends. My brothers and my
1: sisters and me. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, Inquisitors. Uh, I'm I'm very aware that people love Grand Inquisitor. He's not my flavor. So fifth brother ship, seventh sister ship. Um, adding or canceling results is always good they do get special mention because their their abilities require them to have full force which under normal circumstances would require them to only do them every other turn it also means that the more consistently you build them the better they are so i i always staple fcs on obviously fifth brother is great with passives as well especially now that it dropped to two points so depending on on what i'm looking for out of them but adding results is great cancelling results is great
3: would you say adding results is better or or worse than canceling results?
1: It's more conditional. Because um, I I tend to favor fifth brother, um, but outside of his homing missile one dumb trick, uh, he is still conditional on getting the hit in the first place. So if you yeah. if you don't hit, he doesn't trigger. Whereas seventh sister is crack shot infinitely, just every other turn. And we all know how good Crackshot is. It's two points good. Yeah, it's, it's, it doubled in price. <laughs>
3: um, the last well, one. My, is my one... biggest,
4: my biggest gripe with fifth brother is I feel like a lot of people feel like they have to upgrade him with, with homing missile. And I don't, I, I personally would just be like, uh, I agree with hate. I like hate. Like you said, Dan, but like. I, I prefer if he just doesn't have anything else on him. Just get him out there and if, you know, if people are they they're more likely to ignore him because of that. Yeah. Um
1: so it's it's worth noting. I I often put him and Seventh Sister out there together. Um people who have seen both of them kill Seventh Sister first, which is the right answer. Mm-hmm. But Fifth Brother can be clutch in the end game when you're at range one most of the time he's rolling three dice right he's as as you said he's not depending on that munition and he is you're right he's very very good
4: like right that. which allows you if you're trying if you're trying to keep him alive a lot longer which i think is you know you're probably going to have to i would then you know i i would uh, you know keep him in for end game, and you get to evade more often as your action which is you know i think really strong <laughs> who
3: knew evade is a good
4: action right
1: um evade on a ship with force is even better
3: yeah speaking of evade on a ship with force we're going to go to my favorite ventress (laughs) um i do think she is has a good ability there's not very many ways to add stress in the game um and honestly she's a two agility ship with two force till about halfway through the game and then she has one force unless you slip Maul or Hate or Regen onto her. She has enough blue that if you put Maul on there, you can sweat that stress, but you do kind of want to keep that 5K open. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I I just ran her with no upgrades last night against Dan, and it was honestly fun.
1: It was shockingly scary. Yeah. Because it, it, it meant that the the Force was being used to stress me half the time, and it r- I really didn't like that. So now but we're getting...
2: I think, gonna get I in- think on Nasaja's on point, though, I think she is really good. I think she is one... Uh, just to tie it back to our last episode a little bit, she is one of the few pilots that are taxed a little hot heavily because she's
1: the only Force user in their faction. I agree. She's... Even with the current point drop on large base scum ships, she is still more expensive than Ketsu, who is inarguably better
4: than her. It's a, it's a twofold, I believe, because she's also paying for one point version of her that was yes seriously effective I mean, out there. Uh, uh, the
2: The lancers, I mean, you can tell when they launch two that some some ships uh, dash pay. <laughs> a huge tax for their 1.0 ability, like productivity, or however you want to say it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. and Nuisance. the the Lancer is one of them. Um, but like you just haven't seen the drops. But then she has force, so she's paying like a double tax.
3: Great. Yeah. I think that the pr- recent price drop means we're going to see her on the table a little more i'm not saying a lot just, I, just I would the...
2: i would say people it would be like oh she dropped in points let's see what i can do with this
3: yeah right um so we're going to get into stuff that's not good now um and i have the feeling i'm just going to be able to run through these and hear everyone say yeah that's that's not good
4: I got uh, one predictive, fight
3: shot. <laughs> predictive shot predictive <laughs> shot not good don't don't waste your points. I'm gonna fight you on this aim. one.
4: No, I'm I'm coming back. I am fighting if, you on this one. If you're it, putting it on Luke. Oh, okay, no, no, Luke is always an exception in, yeah. for many factors, right? But if you are fighting Kylo, it is the funniest thing out there because of the fact that you know you can you can you can maybe force Kylo to all of a sudden just roll one die and hit him, and it has been oh, I'm used, predictive. Uh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, and so it is. That it is so situational, which is why it's only one point. And at this point in time, if there's enough force, if there was, you know, maybe for the Jedi Knights and stuff, and you don't want to put CLT on them, this is your alternative, in the weirdest way.
3: Why wouldn't you just put CLT on them?
4: Because you might be saving points for something else down the line. I'm not know, but I'd, I I still think predictive shot is a. It's it's not. It's I'm, I I agree. It's not good, but. It is, it's, it's situationally good. I mean, you could do both,
1: but they counteract each other. Yeah. Right. They're the opposite of what you want.
4: Well, you could, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, actually, if you do both (laughs) and you roll, you know, you roll and you get only, you get two blanks and then you have your eyeball, you're guaranteed for the one. You
3: you You have have to to call it before the dice hit the table.
4: Yeah. But you can still mod. You mod your attack dice.
3: But you don't have right. the force. You, could have,
1: you mean, don't have the you could force. Have they, focus. They, have, they have the focus ability. Yeah, they have a focus. Yeah, they're weird in their interaction. They're, I think yeah. they're counter. <laughs> We've yeah. gotten... This is not quite as bad as the hate hole. This is a particular shot. No,
4: but I I yeah. do... I Consider it if you're flying generics but uh, and Luke, but everyone else don't want, bother with it. Moving on.
3: Uh, next one on my list is Instinctive Aim. Basically, it's going to take your torpedo and make it... Whatever your mun- munition is, it's going to make your make it worth less. It actually takes damage away from it because you aren't going to have your target locked to mod it. Battle Meditation, it, it's just bad. And we all wanted it to be so good.
2: Yeah. Well, um, the one thing I want to say about these these three these three force powers that you maimed and why they're why they're bad i feel that these these types of abilities the reason they're bad is a you're spending points on them and they're they marginally good abilities but then you're also spending your force token on them yes. which makes yeah. it even overly expensive to do what you're trying to do it's one well, thing if maybe they were free and then you just had this Force token and you're just taking the opportunity cost of your Force power to do these and the use of your token. But even then, sometimes the use of the Force token is like directly counter counterintuitive to what you're trying to do with things. Like, Instinctive A. Like you, if you're using a Force to not have a target lock requirement you're basically like I just want to fire my torpedo without mods. So it uh, seems like a very bad idea.
1: And it's worth noting that for almost all of these, there are other ways to do that thing better. Like instinctive aim, just take passives. Yep. And if your ship doesn't have passives, then do something different.
4: (laughs) Fly the other ship. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Fly the ship
1: that has passives. (laughs)
3: Um, so now I'm going to move on to pilots. Got two out of Republic with Baris, Sophie, and Sassy Teen. Um, Baris's ability is. half of it is essentially just your normal use, and the other half is change a hit to crit. And she has one force. So she needs to mod that on her attack. Just save the point and go with a generic. Um, Sassy. It's, I, you you know what your move is. I have, if you've been playing the game as long as most of us have, you're pretty confident in what your move is going to be. And all the ships that she can change, she's, they're fairly maneuverable anyhow. So I would rather not give up a, a dice mod to adjust where another ship lands or where she lands.
4: I think, I think the biggest thing about her is it's the same difficulty. Yeah. If it, if you could choose same speed, then she opens up big time. Right. Yeah, like, and it, it doesn't combo with R four.
1: Right. Because they Licker fixed it just... for Kova. Yep. Cause resistance always has to get the best thing. Yes. Um, Next one on my it's list...
3: About,
2: it's all about wording. And they worded Kova differently than the rest.
3: Yep. Um, next one on my list is... That as bad pilots... And it's just the ability not to force. Kylo. Yes, an I-5 with two force... Is great. But... The rest of that text on the card... That... Slipping a crit under the... Spending a force mod to slip a crit under a shield is subpar in my opinion it's not not worth spending the mod
0: yeah plus with it being a two stage and you have to actually be the defender first off then you get to assign it you know the condition and then once you hit the guy that you know has the condition then you get to slide that crit through it's not for his cost.
1: If it happens to happen, cool. It's another, it's,
4: it's too situational for spending it normally. It, you only do it is if it's the only shot at you at range three obstructed and you have a, you have a focus already on him. That's the only time you trigger it. And that's so rare most people, you know, it, it's just not worth using at that point. Then,
2: but I, I'm going to come to Kylo Ren's defense a little bit. I for absolutely an, for, uh, for its force ability. The fact that you you get to do it after you to defend makes it extremely more useful than a lot of other abilities because you get to it, like. Granted, like Nick said, you're not going to do it if on your first shot that if you're getting shot at multiple times, you're not going to give it to the first person that shoots at you. But if you're getting shot at once, and they shoot at you, and you roll out of it, and there's no reason for you to spend your force, it's a free, like, basically, free, I'm going to give you a crit later. Because it's not going to go away, it's going to sit there until you give them a crit. So, it's a nice
1: added ability that you can use to pay off later. I mean, specifically, it's a good way to give them Panicked Pilot.
3: Right. I mean, that's yeah. the that's card. I mean,
4: yeah, that, that it'd be better
1: that. if there was, like, a better like better options to
2: give them, I guess, in the damage deck, but... Yeah. That's it, another 1.0. <laughs> that's...
4: that's <laughs> yeah, we
2: I mean, the damage deck is pretty, like, unforgiving as it is, but... Right. Uh, but the worst of those just, are ship crits. Yeah. I don't think it's that terrible, because... You don't, it's not like as soon as you're like declared the defender, like you have to use it before you still have the force there to mod your defense if you need it. And if you don't need to use it, then you can use your ability. So it's not costing you your mods. It's just an added bonus if you don't have to use your mods.
3: Right. Um, okay. Okay last one I think is gonna last one of my not good pilots here that I think is actually gonna get some kickback I've got Imperial grand inquisitor listed as not particularly great um it is super defensive but if I see on the board grand inquisitor fifth brother seventh sister I'm ignoring grand inquisitor till the other two are gone
1: um, part of that part of the reason you're doing that is because of his ability.
4: So right, I, but but doesn't that doesn't that make him good? Because yeah. you're ignoring him because of his defensive ability, and now if you're ignoring him, he gets to go full offensive on you. And, I'm ignoring I, him because he's not a threat. I, but he is a threat. I mean, I'd be I would not want to be shot at range two with three dice from him all of a sudden. Like, you know, if if you were expecting if you were expecting two originally, like he I mean he won worlds. Well, he's a yeah. g- he's a good. It's a good ship out there. It's fifty-two points, two force evade every turn, and you're fine. Like you're just not getting hurt, and you have this force that you can. If they get the range one on you because you're an I five and you're facing like Sinterfell, Sinterfell's like great. It's it's three v three again, and he has an evade. You know, like now that shot is almost wasted into the Grand Inquisitor. He's a he's he's a good. He's to me he's one of the best out there right now especially for point cost I, uh, i'm i'm with nick on this one i don't think he's uh
2: exceptionally like top tier um in terms of force ability but it's that ability which you don't necessarily have to trigger it that makes him so good um Because, like you guys were saying, it deters people from wanting to shoot him. Especially since most of the time when you fly him, he's going to do his moves and have an evade token. Which just means, like, I don't want to shoot this guy. He's got force and an evade. But then he can use one force that turn to throw three dice at you, rather than two. And, And then if you're like, well fine, let me go and shoot at him. Then he just makes you shoot at less dice. Or he gets an extra de- he gets an extra defense dice because. it
3: What you're saying there is he's going to fire three unmodded dice at me.
2: Yeah, but he's throwing three dice unmodded, hopefully doing some damage when.
3: Or, or he's not spending it and throwing two dice with a force behind it. Yeah. And in case you're sh- and you're sh- if you're shooting at him. And he's high enough initiative that he doesn't know who's going to shoot at him. So, if there's two ships on the board that aren't I5s, which is going to be most of them, they're going to have the choice to shoot at him or not or shoot at another target p- possibly.
4: Right, you have you have you're, you're correct in the assessment that if you willingly spend his ability for attack, you're you're ninety nine percent of the time making a big mistake. Yeah, that that's a given. Um, but but on defense, de- definitely on defense, his ability is solid. Like it's it is just Rao well, comes in. Darn it, like Fenrel is you know yes he's still getting more dice than him, but it's not five. It's four v three still, and that that's that impacts. And and
2: it deter like, like the deterrent of having that means you're not going to shoot at him. So most of the like you're not aiming to kill the Inquisitor, and and lists that he's put in, he's usually the bait. Yep. And he's he's really good bait because he looks like he'll die quickly, but then those V1s, probably why Dan likes them so much, are much more durable than they look like.
1: Also, the so my preference is actually for the other Inquisitors, and I, I just bounced over Pink Brain Matter, which is part of I Have Been Quiet. Uh, Inquisitors of the named Inquisitors, both Seventh Sister and Fifth Brother, are in more winning lists than GQ. Uh, Grand Inquisitor, but not by a lot.
4: Right. Well, and, remember, remember, like you gotta you gotta take it as the collective of whole though. Like who who's won the events? Grand Inquisitor. Uh, no, none of the events have been won by Fifth Brother or seventh Sister yet.
1: Absolutely. And what I was going to, to move on for, the reason I love the Brother and the Sister, because they are offense-oriented. And if you bounce back a couple of episodes, offense-orientation doesn't win big tournaments. Defense-orientation does. Mm-hmm. Grand Inquisitor is a defensive ship. He is choosing not to choose violence. Whereas the sister and the brother are choosing violence. And he therefore, they're not, weaker violence. they're not they're not winning those big events. So linking this back to a previous episode, but I think that's probably enough on on Inquisitor for right now. Yeah. He I, I actually agree he is good, his ability is good, he's not my style, but I
4: Respect him for what he does. You better he, he better be respected out there, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> that's I, I. Maybe maybe that's the word choice for him. Yeah. Best respect. He he yeah. deserves a lot of respect out onto the board. Okay,
3: moving on to crew gunner slot that I say aren't worth bringing. Effectively, we're going to open it up with the first the worst order. <laughs> Correct. Um, we're gonna bring uh, Kylo into this again. I'm never gonna give up an action and a force to uh, to give a condition to slip maybe slip a crit later on a ship you're, you're giving nope. up your action you're giving up your passive mod so y- if you were the ship that was shooting at them it's not gonna hit. It's, or it's going to be a wet paper towel that hits. And the only place you can put that at the moment is on a four dice attack ship. That's pretty expensive. So I think he belongs in the not good uh, pile. Um, next on my list is another worst order force user, which would be Snoke. And I can't see a reason that you would want to do his ability. I mean, it's... You come with... At most, you have two force, so it's two ships that you can look at their dial at beyond range one. Um, And most of the time, it'll be one ship. And again, you're probably going to be pretty confident of where that ship is going to be anyhow, um, your dials will have already been set by that point, so you're stuck with what you've got. Um I could see an argument for matching it up with some tie BAs to guarantee you get a bump, but I don't think so.
4: Yeah, he's he's one of those guys where, you know, you're if you're putting him on there, you know, you might as well Again, it's, it's going to, it's cheaper to take Kylo a sense than it is to put Snoke on, uh, of, of the Epsilon. Um, that's how I compare it.
3: Next on my list, I got, uh, and yes, she's cheap, but Imperial seventh sister. She's cheap
1: because she's just a force point. Her ability is blank.
3: She's in the bad because I'm looking at abilities. Um, I got the Republic Gunner, Ahsoka Tano. It's a 12-point force power. That's what it is. I don't really... I mean, there are interesting things you can do to with a red focus action, but I would just say save that force token for a uh, passive mod.
4: She's neutral for me, personally. I know I keep jumping in after you say this, J- hey, Jack, but she's that's neutral. That's why I want this to happen. She's good right now on... Uh, not matchstick. What's the other one? Uh, broadside. Of, broadside. So, Broadside, you know, if you don't use Ahsoka's ability, she pairs well with Broadside because now he, he you have that force for the attack with his uh, adding an eyeball. But if you do use uh bro- her with broadside you know broadside's most likely focusing anyways um broadside's moving early enough that it could give obi-wan an action and he's doing a blue move you know like you can you can get set these other guys up really well it's, it's just it's expensive it's a fair price for ahsoka uh and all of a sudden it basically, how i view it is it turns a non-coordinating ship into a coordinating ship that makes it you know pretty deadly out there
3: and it gives an extra range band for the, that coordination, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'd have to uh, play around with a list with that, and I, I don't, I haven't done that yet.
4: Right. Yeah, I,
1: it, I would say maybe throw her in the conditional use. Yeah. Right. Which is a, a sort of middle territory that Which we're going to talk be, about a, a couple of yeah. options right here,
3: actually. Yeah, we've got three more that i think are bad but i've been told i'm wrong so <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's not that you're wrong it's that they're not that bad
0: yeah you might uh, be wrong
3: i like being wrong so <laughs> we're still in the ones in the crew uh rebel uh Ezra bridger gunner it's in my opinion it's an ex- it's a force token and it's a great way to bring maul onto a ship but then you get two force tokens um,
1: it's so it's Ezra, a double turret ezra's a niche it's it's basically he is btg veteran turret gunner plus a force token like it's it's very situational there most of the time it's bad really the only use is on the ghost full stop that's all i got
4: i just i think he i think ezra's bad he's just not good right now uh he's uh, I, I if he was nine points he's worth putting on like i put him in yeah. the seven sister he's he's double tapping tur- with turrets is really hard right now and almost not worth the additional cost for them because the damage output for especially if you look at rebel turrets is great it would be great if it was like another three dice attack um into your enemy ship right but most of the time it's going to be a two dice attack with from dorsal turrets um, you know, or or an ion shot.
3: Um, next one on my bad list here is Imperial Grand Inquisitor. Clearly, I don't like the Grand Inquisitor. Um, I don't like having ships get st- get stressed. Um, I mean, if, if they if, don't if you, have to.
1: If you know you're going to be using Grand Inquisitor you're yeah. setting yourself up with blue moves anyway like that that's that's yeah. not the reason not to like him the, the reason he's not great is because he's super super conditional yeah. um he can be a very potent ace counter on a decimator or a uh on a decimator a, <laughs> a, there are there are edge cases where he's good on a reaper too but like it's it's edge cases it's niche it's meh but it's not terrible. But yeah, it's, uh, most yeah, of the time I'm, I'm hesitant to pay 13 points for him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I. It's really conditional. I mean, at that point, why not just take Great Inquisitor in the V1 and have an extra ship out there? Because that's
3: 41 wow. more
4: points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's. That, that, that's, that's, the I, very... that's, that's the difference. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um, Honestly, I'd, I'd rather take the. The ship yeah. version than the gotcha. crew.
3: Um, and the last one on my list is one that I is a card that I actually mentioned earlier in the good, good section is the Chancellor Palpatine Palpatine side of the uh, Darth Sidious card. Um, which I'm gonna assume people are a little more familiar with. It's after you defend if the attacker is at range zero to two. You may spend a force. If you do, the attacker gains a stress. You've usually only got one force on that chip because it's a arc. Most of the time, wolf. Um, and hey, it's great to cause stress, but I'd much rather use that force to mod my attack.
1: I again edge case on a Sith Infiltrator with hate is the place. Like, if you have the force to spend, which on a Sith Infiltrator with hate, you will. Yeah. Um, because, again, as you mentioned earlier with Asajj, there are very few places to actually hand stress out in the game right now. So that the places you can, it's super super valuable.
3: Now we're getting to our uh, questionables. Um, most of these are the ones that are kind of costed high. So we're gonna start with Rebel Luke Gunner at twenty six points. I think the main spot forum is on a fat Han or a fat Dash. Um, he makes
1: fat Dash too fat.
3: He he
1: really does.
3: He makes anything too fat. <laughs> um, they, should
2: just never re- they should have never printed Luke Skywalker.
4: No, he's he. Remember, he was a training wheel car. Uh, card for the game new players this is a great card to slap on learn you know you you might be flying a six wrong like Luke Han wrong it's very thematic too it helps people learn the game that way but better players don't use Luke in that way they use they use Luke in terms of primary primarily for his force which is right you know or or they're actually like intentionally going the wrong way, and then they and they might fly over rocks with Han, and then rotate for free, and it, it catch it can be it can very it can be, be be frustrating. But he's pointed right, and I he's situational questionable. Is I think is the right category for him personally. So I, I'm um... agreeing with you, Jack.
3: Wow, that, that's a first for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, on forced powers, heightened perception, I I can't think of a time when I've wanted, a ship, wanted to spend three points to get a ship to fire first. I mm-hmm. have, however, thought of times where I wanted to put Torkoal on the board and make a ship fire last... So obviously it is good. Um, I think the only time you spend it is when a ship is obviously going to die this turn before it gets to shoot. Or if you've got a ship that strips tokens, you've got a uh, hot shot gunner out there that you need to have shoot first. Although I don't... I not uh, think there's a way to do that. Oh, Anakin, why? Yeah. But he's already shooting first.
1: Well, maybe you've got an I-6 out there that you failed to outbid. Right. Yeah. I I, I think questionable yeah. is the right place for it. Yeah. It's too
4: situational. If not straight bad. Yeah. It's great. Nace high. <laughs> Count, Count Suku so, likes it. Yeah. In, okay. in the
2: Infiltrator. Yeah. Like, it makes his ability much better. Yeah, but more. But but it, wouldn't he just rather have hate? Is, correct. But um, as I said, it, it makes it marginally better because you can do all of your tricks. Do you want to do all that? Because then you can't regen your force because you're then lacking hate. Is it, that's why it's
1: questionable.
3: The um, next two I have. I think they got costed out of use. It's precog or precognitive reflexes, which is effectively advanced sensors that you have to spend a force for. Just just fly gurry with advanced sensors. It'll make you happier. Well, budget
2: um, reflexes.
3: Yeah. And then supernatural reflexes, which I don't think you put on anything that
1: is above an I3. I three. I was gonna say the only the only niche use I find for that is on generic inquisitors. Cause turns out having a double tokened three die defender is just unkillable.
4: Yeah, I but I have seen like Ryan you know Fleming played that um his his list against that Vader was supernatural. Like it has purposes out there. It's just, if you're putting it in there, you're building your whole list around it. Um, yes. And so that's where I, that's, I agree with it being... It, it, I think it's really good. It's just yeah, questionable I... because all of a sudden the whole list builds around it. Supernatural Kylo, in, at first in 2.0, was a menace, right? He was just a menace out there. Yeah. Um, so... You know, I, I, there's something to be said about that, at least, in my opinion. Um, And, and I, I think it's worthwhile we're on the topic. Like, trying to merge
1: or build around, like, Precog or Supernatural Mace on paper looks amazing. And I have never... Guys, have any of you made him feel like less than a waste of points? No. He just... Like, he looks like he should be amazing.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And he just kind of limp noodle status
3: and sucks up a bunch of points that could be spent elsewhere in the list exactly um so we're going to move on to questionable pilots i've got my list started here with someone we've mentioned a couple times already is uh count dooku Want i take this one chuck
2: I mean, his trick is really neat. I've I've put him on the table many times, and the problem with his ability—why it's questionable—is there's there's too many things that need to go your way, and the fact that he's I three. Like, why I said he likes heightened report, uh, why he likes heightened perception, but um, you also have to get shot at to make your trick work. Um, and you have
1: to get shot at by somebody in your arc.
2: Yeah, you have to get shot at by someone that you want to shoot at. So, that's doubly hard. Because they uh, they can just look at it and be like, oh, well, I'm just not going to shoot at Dooku. And then his tricks turn off. Like, it's, it's niche. Because he can do cool things. And part of you can play into that fact of like, you can shove him in places, and people won't want to shoot him because then you'll turn on his shot, and then they won't take that shot and stuff like that. But it's questionable, like because then he's also not shooting. So very niche and takes a little bit of niche
3: flying ability. Like it's harder to fly in general too. Yeah. So. I'm gonna skip down to rebels here. We've got Leia pilot. I think her ability is fine, but I don't. I haven't seen it on the board enough. And honestly, I would just say take Lando and Nine Nub for a similar point 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 window.
1: Um, B Wings would like to have a word with you. Le- Leia in B wings are really, really good friends.
4: I can see that. I oh, I think the I mean the B wings are just good, and then they fit with everyone. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, well, so, yeah B wings like having a
1: word with everyone.
4: Yeah, <laughs> B-, <laughs> B wings and rebels are like, hey, use us.
1: <laughs> yeah, I specifically, I I think she synergizes really well in the turn that they have to turn around, or.
3: Turn right or left.
1: Well, they they can. Slug. You, you want to barrel roll with them anyway, so you can like too hard and barrel roll. Like that's yeah. Um, anyway, I I think she's on the. I agree again, niche. I think she's on the high end of questionable.
3: Yeah.
1: But yeah, we we actually haven't seen a lot of her. Yeah. I, I will grant you that. All right. Um. I did
3: see this one recently, and it's Rebel Kane and Jairus, and I think he's on the low
1: end of questionable you you mean you saw him blow up
3: (laughs) yeah i saw pieces of him um i think his problem is honestly that i love the ghost i really do but it's not it just burns too quickly and
4: I think you're I think the thing with him is you're not using the force for his ability you're using yeah. the force for his attack and his attack while out there is way more valuable than his ability um yep. and so for 76 points a two four ship uh, that, that's rolling four dice at offensively and no for defensively just, just just use him offensively so i I, I put him. I agree with you. He's questionably, questionably, but on the lower end, pushing just not good.
3: Um, okay. I think, I personally think Plo's better than Ahsoka, but I think he's the low, end, also probably mid to low end of questionable, just because he is just a support ship. He's... I don't think you put anything on him.
4: His I don't ability think he's you... good. His ability yeah. he's his ability is very good, but I gr- agree with questionable because he's so situational. Yeah. For his, his I... uh, out there. Um you know, he was all he was around worlds. Uh I think he was in four or five lists that made like top thirty two. Uh, and top 16 around that point at Worlds. So that's, I mean, that's no joke. And yeah. I think all of them paired them with either defensively Rick and Obi Wan or offensively Obi Wan with Little Annie. I,
3: yeah. one of our local players run, ran a Plo paired with a Proton Rick that could delete ships round one, and it was
1: scary. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, But again, very situational. Things have to go your way. Yeah. Can be potent, but isn't by nature potent.
3: So the last one of my questionables is going to be Luminara. I think she's good. I've had a great deal of fun running her with a group of V19s. Because what she allows you to do is spread damage. Give the person give the person a bull'seye shot, but not at the ship that's already hurt. Um again, you're usually if you're running a swarm, it's and that's what she needs. You need to keep her light and you don't use her mods on attack. And if they're shooting at her, you can still use her ability there as old school sensor jammer. I think she's good. I know I'm in the minority on this one. Yeah.
4: I'm on your team, Jack. He, she's good. But she's, it, it's it's not an easy decision by any stretch of the means.
1: I'm not going to fight it. I've just... <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, no. I, I All right, I am going
1: to fight it. Do it. I have never... like Again, I think she's an on-paper. Every game I have flown against... Illuminara Swarm, her ability has never triggered.
3: I believe we played a game and I triggered it once.
1: (laughs) Alright, sorry. Once. Yes. It was not a good game. Thank you, Jack, for making my point for me. Yeah. Like, I... It's situational. I will grant you that there may be situations in which it changes the game. But... I think
4: questionable is the place for her. Yeah. So Lumi... Lumi Lumi's a, I think low-end questionable. Lumi... And here's my counter-argument to that. Lumi is a... She, she. If you're shooting at Luminara, you're not shooting the offense on the opponent's list, right? It's Yeah. You're I, not. I'm not saying I've shot at Luminara. But... Okay, I, okay, but okay, okay. But... So if you're not shooting at Lumi great that's what she wants and now her force ability triggers therefore just use you know like i wouldn't i if if i have if i've seen players use this very effectively jack included um and you know a couple of the major events and worlds and stuff nathan Ide flew this and he went top uh eight oh was he top 64 with it or top eight i don't know he did really well um he flew lumi obi and two arcs and and it was jamming Lumi too, so mm. he bait he baits you. Again, the point is, I think Lumi is very good. Her ability is very good. Um, it's it's nothing to scoff at at all on the board. I scoff.
3: All right,
2: it's nah. it's not. I I am with Nick on it. It's it's a good ability. Uh, it just the what Dan might be experiencing is that it, it can be kind of tricky to play around and can kind of cancelable by the, diff, by the attacker. And, well, yeah, and, and
1: your... I think sort of what I'm leaning into hard is that I fly a lot of things that line up bullseyes. Yeah. That was what yeah. I was about to say is Dan, and, you are very just...
3: good at lining up bullseye.
1: And it just turns her off. Yep. And yeah,
3: that that's all I got. Okay so my last pilot covers four chassis it's anakin skywalker um i think all of him are good different ways i know we're i don't imperial anakin you spend that i mean sorry darth vader uh you you spend it for that target lock you basically have old school push to limit without distress. It's great.
2: Um, I mean, it's just it's Darth. It's, do your action, Bar Vader.
3: Yeah, it's Darth. I I give no shits, Vader. <laughs>
1: um, and, and and once you staple hate to him, he can do that two turns in a row. Yeah, and then die. Well, yes, but <laughs> those two turns, he's going to delete things. And it's hope. True. Um then we got just baby Anakin cuz he is he is a hammer, yeah. not an ace. You got baby Anakin <laughs> who I think is solid. He's
3: fun. I think you do use his one force for his stupidity because it gives him so much more maneuverability in that N1. And you just run it at people and have a blast with it. Um or or, or it blows up. One or the other.
2: I just like the game. The fact that he can
1: do two barrels, yeah. two barrels. It's, it is to me. It is the best, lore-oriented ability that <laughs> they've put in the game. It's, it's so like they nailed it. They yeah. couldn't have done it better.
3: Um, I got the Alpha Strike Y-Wing Anakin, who is literally just built to carry a torpedo. Um, it's a However, the same ability as a Delta-7. I don't think the Y-Wing does the red maneuvers nearly as much as a Delta-7, though. Um, just because it struggles to clear clear those moves. Clear that stress. Well, Even I, with the Aztramac. I think, the Astromac, uh, I the think R4. what's
1: important with, uh, with the, the Y-Wing is that you're not just you're not locked into using it on that turn. And what it means is he can clear on a non-blue maneuver, which is really valuable because that Y-Wing chest is so bad. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Um, And then on the other side of the maneuverability window is Delta-7 Anakin that I think is... If you can line up that red move you can clear that stress or you line it up next turn. Yeah. Um, but you're going to get that, get rid of that stress one way or the other. Um, I think it's solid. I see no reason not to use his ability. I think it's good. Um, so we're going to wrap this up here. Um going to go through the list here of, uh, folks and see what they think that of the host and see what they think their favorite use of a force token is so I've got Chuck going first on this Oh, how how is your best most likable most enjoyable way of using the force Uh... I mean if it's just changing a focus to hit or a focus to evade it's fine that works too
1: Yeah,
2: that's probably the most enjoyable thing I get out of a Force token. I was turning... turning, uh, Using Maul. Turning three focuses into uh, hits, and then one to
0: a crit with Proton Torpedo. That was fun. (laughs)
3: Nice. Alright, Drew, looks like you're next.
0: I gotta say fifth brother. Using... Him and as a gunner to um add in that you know change an eyeball to a crit, it's really helpful and use it on defense if need be. Um, and 5B, you know, fifth brother in the v1 is scary as all get out, so or can be scary as all get out, so yeah, just both forms of 5B.
4: Nick, what have you got? It's Ray. It's Ray. Uh, it's <laughs> I love. Well, okay. I'll put. I have a. I have a double answer for you. It, the correct way is use it for defensive purposes in the current state of the game. The best way is the hyper offensive Ray in the Falcon. And you use one to, one to change a blank to a hit and then use her ability or her ability to change a blank to a hit and then change an eyeball into a hit and both force. And that's just, that's just too much fun. <laughs> so effective.
1: All right. And last but not least, we got Dan. I, I gotta go palp. The, uh, that the subtle manipulation of doing that anywhere on the board like just beautiful
3: so I think in conclusion the answer is yeah just save the force
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah mo- mostly dice mods yeah
3: yeah dice mod is the best use of it um
1: and that's all we got for tonight
3: yeah I appreciate you guys listening and uh appreciate you guys having me
1: Anytime, yeah, Jack. Jack. Thank you very much for uh, for putting together. This was a very comprehensive list, and uh,
3: yeah, well, that, that's what I do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and once again, this is uh, Steel City Squadron closing out. We've got Jack. Thank you again. Good night, Chuck. Uh, have a good evening, people. Drew.
4: Have a
1: good one, guys. And Nick, the Duke of Hobbies. Hey, see and you guys. Is... Thanks again. This is Daniel, otherwise known as Dork. Uh thank you again for listening to the Seal City Quadron Podcast. Jedi scum. I'm one with the force of the forces with me. I'm one with the force of the forces
0: with, force with me. I'm one with the force of the forces with me. I'm one with the force of the forces with me. I'm one with the force in the forces with
4: me. Thank you again for joining us today on the Steel City Squadron Podcast. Intro, outro song, Star Wars trap music by Trap Music Now with edits by our own host Chuck. Ending ad song, Welcome to the Show by Kevin McAloyd. For more information, see the show notes or visit us on the web at anchor.fm slash Steel City Squadron Podcast. You can contact us at Steel City Pod. Best way to support the show is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you.